Hi, everybody. Welcome to Book Sniffer Podcast. This is a podcast where my wife and I uh, talk about books that we like and don't like. We both read similar things, but also very different things. And this is the first episode, so we're going to do like a light intro for ourselves. I'm not going to start. Hello. What is the intro? Should I sniff a book? Are we going to do, are we having an intro? What should it be? Should we just should we just sniff really loudly? Yeah. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still learning how this works. Okay. <laughs> uh so you didn't introduce yourself. I'm Nick. I'm, I'm a photo- like- oh, oh. <laughs> Okay, you go ahead. We're gonna this is gonna this is gonna be a bit of a learning curve. Go ahead. Okay. My name's Nick. I'm a photographer and I just started reading last year and it has been an amazing journey so far. My name is Lindsay. I am a small business owner and I have been reading for my whole life. Yes, you have. And you are a big part of the reason I started reading because you just were reading all the time and I was getting jealous and annoyed at the same time. And now I read all the time and I don't want to do anything else with my free time. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> so to start off, um, we're going to talk about our favorite book or books of 2022. Um, I'm not going to go first again. And then I probably will. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Uh, pressure is on. Um, my favorite books of last year. Oh, we should also note that I read probably 20 two books last year i started reading kind of in june Lindsay, how many books did you read last year i read 128 books last year so you have a way harder yes <laughs> job than i do <laughs> i'm gonna go solely based off of feeling and how the book made me feel um and i would say that a few of my favorites were obviously the the things the things we never got over by lucy score I love that book. I'm a sucker for a grumpy sunshine. Um, I also grumpy sunshine is a trope. I also really loved Spells for Forgetting by Adrienne Young. Um, it was her debut adult fantasy book, and the atmosphere was just a chef's kiss. Um, I also really liked. Oh, gosh. I'm going to get the title wrong. What is Things We Never Got Over About? Because I hear you are so obsessed with that book. And I don't even... The cover is so undescript. Like, it's just a blue cover with a flower on it. Daisies. Daisy. What's that? What's that um, about? So, it's going to be a three-part series. Um, so, the second book just came out a couple weeks ago. And it they're essentially standalones, but they all of the characters kind of have like an interconnecting storyline. So the first one is about uh, Knox, who is this bearded bad guy, bad boy, not bad guy. He's not a bad guy. He's a great guy. He has a beard. Um, he's bearded. He's tattooed. He is grumpy. This sounds like someone I know. Yeah, it does. <laughs> he is a barber slash tattoo shop owner. Awesome combination. Um, but basically our female main character comes tumbling into town and she tumbling into town, tumbling into town. Um, she, her name is Naomi 
and she is an identical twin. And so we quickly learn that her twin sister is kind of like the town menace. And so he sees Naomi and immediately thinks that it's her twin sister, Tina, and is just like grumpy, standoffish, like, get out of here. You're not welcome. Yada, yada, yada. Wait, I missed something. Why does he not like the other girl? Because she's a menace. Oh, she's a menace. She's a menace to society. Okay. Um, And so anyways, uh, Naomi is this ray of sunshine. She's happy-go-lucky, but she's definitely been through something because when she shows up, she is wearing a wedding dress. (laughs) And so the story unfolds from there. It's opposites attract. Um, Close proximity, there's weirdly like this thriller side to it because you're trying to solve this town mystery that's happening it's just great the sex is great uh the chemistry is great the storyline is great the sex is really great (laughs) all right anyways yeah i think uh, i'll leave you i'll leave you with that and let's know your favorite okay let's stick with that for a second you read a lot of romance books and you tend to read the spicier uh, ones. I think that's what people say, spicy. Mm-hmm. Spicy talk. Um, is that If you read a book and it's a romance book and there's no graphic sex happening in it, do you immediately kind of fall out of love with that book? Like, do you need graphic descriptions of letters no. and stuff? <laughs> no, definitely I don't need graphic stuff, but I feel like there does need to be passion. I read a book in December that was just very vanilla like the like it would fade to black on them kissing closed mouth oh kind of like those um christmas movies it was it was a a christmas romance what's that channel they only do christmas movies hallmark Hallmark, like a hallmark yeah Yeah. it was very much like that so it doesn't need to be graphic but it there does need to be passion like a little bit of spice like i'm not asking for like you know like swollen members penetrating but you kind of are at the same time. If it's You wouldn't say no to that. There's definitely things <laughs> that I've read where I'm like, you know, you're in the moment and you're like, this is great. And then all of a sudden it's like, ugh, okay, you lost me there. <laughs> like any any butt stuff, I'm assuming, is a no uh, Yeah, <laughs> but there's surprisingly a lot of butt stuff. And some people that. kind of approach it in like a, a realistic way where the girl is still very hesitant. But the man is very like understanding about that and he's like no 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 we're gonna ease in this together but then there's other times where the man's just like i don't care and we'll like fully just do the butt stuff and i'm like whoa (laughs) okay that's uh that that sounds colleen hoover-ish from what i've heard like the the not uh like the kind of more i don't know i've never read a colleen hoover book but people seem to say she's it's very like um um, what's the, like, domestic abuse-ish? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? I've heard that too. I've only read one. Like, it's not one. romantic. It's just kind of like, oh, this is actually, like, you should call the police. Yeah, there's definitely, I mean, it, there, there's a lot of authors that will fall back to it needs to be consensual, which I really respect and yeah. approve. <laughs> yeah, I approve. I think that, yeah, for <laughs> and then, sure. Yeah, it's not always that way, and then it's just, like, a big ick. A big ick. Ick is, like, the word of the the month or whatever everybody's saying ick and i didn't even know what that meant for a while but now i kind of get it yeah that's an ick okay 
Um, what else about that book? She's got the sequel that just came out, and you just finished it. I did. Was that good? It was very good. I feel like I'm interviewing you. And it's it's how it feels. Um, yes, things we hide from the light. I just finished. I really loved it. This is Knox's brother Nash, and um, weirdly, the female main character Lena is technically sort of Knox's previous hookup from college but became like they realized that they were better off as friends and they were like best friends um there's a lot of emphasis in this book on things that happened uh at the end of the first book so I can't really say anything because that's spoilers but um it does touch on mental health and anxiety attacks and panic attacks which is really great Okay, I need um, to read that. And they handle it in a really good way. Like, I really, really love how Lucy's score wrote it into the plot line and how, she, you know, the characters deal with it all. And again, this is like, uh, they're kind of like enemies to lovers this time around. So, like, they really don't like each other. It's close proximity because they're neighbors. Um, they fight it for a really long time. They don't want to give in to this, like, electricity between them. And then finally, it just, like, all boils over and it's glorious nice i just realized i think i've been talking a little bit too loud and hopefully i have that fixed now and it's not as uh hurdy on the ears <laughs> <laughs> um yeah speaking of uh, anxiety and panic real quick one thing that has been amazing in the whole reading uh journey <laughs> is that i have severe panic attacks and anxiety attacks and i feel like reading has really calmed my brain down a little bit i'm spending a little bit less time doom scrolling and more time just like immersing into stories and slowing my brain down and it's been it's been quite nice i like that uh i think tessa bailey's new book you were saying is the main dude is secretly yours is panicky yeah julian has panic attacks like hardcore panic attacks where he'll block out for weeks oh (laughs) yeah that sucks i haven't had one that bad but now that i know that exists that's cool um Okay, good roundup. <laughs> I'm gonna say, okay. So my favorite two from last year, if I had to pick two, would be one's an old one, one's a new one. The old one we'll do first, and that is Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. That was, if I had to pick one, that would probably be the favorite because I just really enjoyed it that much. It was really um, spooky and fun, and I loved all the characters, and I loved all the relationships, and I loved the story, and I loved everything about that book. And it really is the book that made me realize how much I love Stephen King as an author. And I've since read 10 Stephen King books, um, which is these. That is, that's like, you know what I mean? I mean, that's, he's got a really large catalog, it's but huge. that's a lot of books by one author. It's massive, and a lot of his books are really long, so. That makes yeah. it all the all that much harder. Like the stand, I think the stand is one I want to read this year, and the audiobook is like forty five hours long. It's as long as The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. And that book, Which I is... finished that book, and that felt like it was great, and I loved it, but it really was long. How many pages? Like twelve. It, it it this copy I have is just over a thousand pages, but it's the margins are very. What's, yeah. the, what's it where there's like lots of words on a page? Is that big or small? The margins would be smaller. The margins were small. And so it was, it was, it was a lot. And also like it is about the same. Yeah. It is about 45 hours long. And he had like Dreamcatcher and 
you know, this The Wizard in Glass, which is the Dark Tower book I'm reading next, and The Dark Tower and Wolves of the Kala. They're all insanely long books, so it takes a really long time to work your way through the Stephen King catalog, but I'm hoping to do it. Oh, you can totally do it. Yeah. I believe in you. And so far, anyways, Pet Cemetery is my favorite Stephen King book so far, and because Stephen King is so far my favorite author, yeah, it's just cool. Like, there's... Not to give uh, anything away, even though it's like an old book, so I don't I think most people know what that's a, what that's about. But the whole um, mental struggle of like, I have this opportunity to bring someone back with questionable results. Do I do it or do I leave everything as is? Like the struggling with the inner tur- turmoil of like, I miss this oh, yeah. person and I want to see them again, but will it be the same? Oh, and, and it never is. No, surprisingly, if you bury someone in a ancient Indian burial ground uh, and they come back to life, it's not the same. I believe it. Yeah, it's not the same at all. Yeah. They're uh, essentially zombies. Anywho, um, the next one was Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. That was a really fun book. That's the newer one that I like. So those are my two favorites of last year. And I just really like that one because, again, the story was stellar. Yeah. And I love the characters. And I kind of related to it. It was like 90s video games, uh, romance, dorky, love, trying to figure people out. There's a chapter in that book that is so um, devastating that I don't want to give, I I don't want to give anything away, but there's a chapter in that book towards the end called NPC. And once you come across that chapter, it's the most like beautifully written chapter I've ever read in a book so far. And it's um, very, very heartbreaking. Yeah, that book is on my TBR. I'm definitely going to have to read it yeah it's good i'll have to borrow your copy she said that because i borrowed her copy (laughs) but to be fair you have like probably 400 books that you haven't read yet (laughs) on your shelf way more than that you're basically my library yes we won't talk about how many books ridiculous don't you know libraries exist i do i actually (laughs) use the library like weekly i know oh yeah for those that don't know about the app libby uh, this is a new thing that I just discovered. Libby is insane. This isn't like an advertisement or anything, but Libby is so good. L-I-B-B-Y. If you haven't heard of it, you got to download it. If you have a library card, you just punch in your library card information and you can rent audiobooks, books, whatever, right to your phone. It's really awesome. I really like that you said rent audiobooks. Rent. What did I, <laughs> what did I mean to say? <laughs> borrow? Well, they're on loan. Or, yeah, loan, borrow. Loan. Yeah, sorry. Well, renting's kind of the same. It's just a, like I, that's funny. It's cute. Blockbuster style? Yeah, block, blockbuster for life. Uh, okay, so let's talk about what we read last month. The month of February. I read... Did you? I read 12 books last month. Ugh. You're like those people I see on TikTok where they're like, <laughs> I read 37 books last month. And it's like, no, what? How did you... I, I can't even watch those videos. They just make me want to die. <laughs> I mean... I those people are my hero, but I don't know how they do it. Um, I, I don't physically understand. Like, are you just listening to the audiobooks from the moment you wake up till the moment you go to bed? A or lot of people are you do. Actually, reading physically reading. I don't know. Some people, yeah. I mean, I've done tandem reads before. Well, listen to the audiobook and physically read along. I do that too, and it's really great. Um, I know a lot of people use reading as like a form of escapism. Especially if they've got like anxiety and stuff, they just it helps them turn their brains off. Hmm. So. <laughs> wow, um, I did that with the Way of Kings. 
the is that what it's called tandem when you do both that's what i call it it was great it was like it was awesome because i would physically read for an hour and then i'd be like man i really got to do the dishes or like get some laundry done or something and then i just pop the headphones in oh yeah go to it and, but and like get things done while i can't can you sit and listen to an audiobook or do you need to be doing something I'm usually always, I mean, sometimes I'm sitting, but I'm still doing something like yeah. I'll knit or crochet or something. But yeah. Yeah. I also primarily listen to audiobooks while I'm working. Same. I can't not be doing anything and listening to an audiobook. I can't sit still and listen to one. I, for some reason, can't focus. Whereas I'm actually, if I'm like doing laundry or uh, going for a walk or something like that, I can fully pay attention. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Like I can't sit still and pay attention, but I if I'm moving, I can. <laughs> yeah, I think it's because when you're actually sitting and reading from a page, you're still focused on something. Whereas if you've got headphones on or you're listening to something, I don't know, I like start to like fidget with my hands and like they're not doing anything. Oh, yeah, that actually makes sense. We're discovering things here. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so I guess we're going to do what we read last month. Um, like you said, like, you read six. How many did you read? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, my God. Are we I read like, five. Should we rapid fire them? Um, should I rapid fire? <laughs> how about you go, I go. Actually, no. How about you go twice and then I'll go once. Okay. To balance it out. <laughs> I don't even, I got to remember what I read last. Anyways, go ahead. Something Wilder by Christina Lauren. I really liked this one. Um, then I went into Love in the Time of Serial Killers by Alicia Thompson, and it was pretty good. I didn't love it, didn't hate it. My turn. I read The Drawing of the Three, which is book two in the Dark Tower series, and I loved it. And it's the reason I'm still going with the Dark Tower series, because I read The Gunslinger, and I did not love The Gunslinger, and was going to stop, because I was like, I don't even know what is happening i don't know what happened Lindsay. you were the same way you read the gunslinger i also read the gunslinger last month and yeah. same thing and i i kept asking you yeah like am i alone in not understanding <laughs> what is happening in this book and it made me feel a lot better that i was not alone yeah you're not alone it was the most confusing thing i've ever read um however everybody was saying keep going with keep going with it book two is where it's re- you're really gonna make or break and so i did and yeah hell yeah it was uh yeah I've completely got different like i just two. loved it i have book two uh on libby right now so i'll probably start it this week killing it okay you go <laughs> uh then i read glow from the plated prisoner series it's book number four by raven kennedy this was a 4.5 read for me um i've loved this series so i'm just gonna say that i loved it it was great uh chef's kiss and then yes gunslinger which was the first book in the dark tower series didn't love this but i'm going to stick with it nice um i read looking for alaska which is a john green book coming of age kind of ya book i guess it would be classified as even though it is actually banned in a lot of states and a lot of places because of the content And people had told me that before I started reading it. And as I was reading it, like the first hundred or so pages, I was like, how is this banned anywhere? But then it started to make sense. It does have some really heavy, heavy, heavy um, talk around suicide and drug use and all that. So, um, yeah, I loved it. One of my favorite books of all time. It's a top five. Yeah, he's a great author. 
so then I went on to Maggie Moves On by Lucy Score. Um, and I'm a big Lucy Score fan, so I liked this. I, I did struggle a little bit with how... Um, what's the... Well, how do I explain this? He was a little too... Like, he came on a little too strong at some points where it was like a bit of an ick. But um, yeah, I liked it. A bit of an ick. <laughs> um, and then this one's a bit of a random one. Um, I think I read this. Yeah, I read this on Valentine's Day. I needed a quick audiobook while I was working. And this was available on Libby. And it was called Vampire Valentine by Lindsay Sands. I did not realize that this was like number 13 or 14 in a series uh so i was a little confused but it was really quick um so i didn't hate it but i probably should go back and read the rest of the books right on we read we read very different books last month (laughs) my next one is the fisherman by john langan the fisherman is one of the darkest books i've ever read in my life it is so haunting and genuinely one of the more terrifying things i've ever read i was just like my stomach hurt the whole time in a good way <laughs> I, re- I really really love that book um yeah okay you're up um so then i went on to good girl complex by l kennedy this was my first l kennedy book and i really liked it um i thought the characters were likable they grow within the book itself um and i just started book number two Oh, and I should go on to my yeah. second. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I and don't then, have that many. <laughs> then I read The Fine Print, which is Dreamland Billionaires Number One by Lauren Asher. And I also really liked this. Um, didn't love it, didn't hate it. I have book two and book three on my TBR. Um, but yeah, I will keep going with it. What were you pointing at? There's a spider. Oh, my God. Ew. Shit. Ew. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. It's a juicy one. Ew. Why would you flick it down like that? I don't know. I just wanted to go Where's away. it going to go now? Anywhere but hanging from my face. No, because now it's going to no, come no, across no, the it's floor. Fine. It's fine. It's going to come for me. Ew. Oh, there it is. Kill it. Spiders are not welcome. <laughs> okay. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. <laughs> So the next one is—is uh, is it me? Yes, it is. Uh, a psalm for the wild built, and that was just a really quick, um, cozy sort of story about a robot and a monk finding their way in life, and I really enjoyed it. <laughs> you let me read a paragraph early on in the book, and now I really want to read this book. Yes, because for those that don't know, Lindsay is a yarn dyer for a living. She has her own yarn company and dyes yarn and i never really see yarn dyeing mentioned in any books as a profession and it was mentioned in this book so in the same sentence <laughs> as a, like gardening which is also yeah. one of my favorite things to do so yeah pretty cool pretty cool um yeah so i like that one yeah um so i host a book club and for book club last month we read the Ser- the serpent and the wings of night by Carissa Broadbent. And if you have been sleeping underneath a rock, um, then you might have missed that. It's, uh, it's living below a rock. Living below a rock? Wait, no, living under a rock. <laughs> I 
We're, we're both <laughs> awful with sayings. This is a constant thing. Neither one of us can ever remember sayings properly, so they're always slightly um, mutated. <laughs> yes. Um, but yes, Carissa Broadbent, uh, she is rumored to be the next Sarah J. Mass, um, if not better than Sarah J. Mass. Sarah J. Mass is giving up her identity to somebody? Um, well, let's just say that That's Carissa amazing. Broadbent is writing books that are like giving you everything that you want that you got from like books like Actar. Um, and I will say that this book was so captivating. And the ending, it just ended on this massive cliffhanger. Book number two comes out in April. It is a duology, so it will be a finished series as of this April, which is really great. Um, Did you sniff that book when you were done? I don't actually own the physical copy. I read it on my Kindle. Did you sniff your Kindle? Um, No, but I guess I could. Yeah, do it. Do it right now. Let's see. Okay. Think of that book and sniff the Kindle. What do we think? Yeah, it uh, smells very sweet. Mm. <laughs> um, then I moved on to a book called To Sir With Love by Lauren Lane. Um, it was so-so for me. A uh, bit forgettable, if I'm being honest. Didn't hate it, didn't love it. Yeah, cool. I read uh, the other one. I actually think I read six now that I'm thinking about it. Well, five and a half. Anyway. Uh, the next one is It Happened One Summer by Tessa Bailey. That's like my first real romance book, kind of the book that you, uh, kind of the type of book that you read a lot of. Yes, I and love I, Tessa. I love Tessa too. We met Tessa We did a couple weeks ago. She came to uh, a city near us and was on her little book tour for Secretly Yours. And uh, she was uh, she was absolutely hilarious. She I was really so loved her. funny. Like yeah. you watch, if you watch her on social media, she's very like unapologetically frank with yeah anything sexual and she, a lot of forearm talk yes and, and the, the the similarities between the forearm and the uh the throbbing member the throbbing member okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. um awkward silence uh what was i saying yeah anyways yeah i like that one quite a bit it's uh it was my first kind of one of those books and it was it was a a lot of fun i actually really enjoyed it i can see why you enjoy those so much you need to read fox and hannah's storyline now is that the new one no that's hook line and sinker which is the second book in the series right okay yeah yeah no i'm going to because theirs is like oh i love brendan and piper but fox and hannah Fox and Hannah seem, they just seem like more um, relatable to me a little bit. Yes. Yeah. That's just our dog. Uh, if you can hear that, she's fine. <laughs> um, it's tough because I know yours is the same, but there's, uh, you know, I've started so many books and so many series and I'm involved in so many worlds now that the TBR is very insurmountable. Oh, it just keeps getting word. bigger. It's crazy. Like it's growing. That's what she said. <laughs> and uh, it's it never. Yeah, it's, it's really it's genuinely very hard to to figure out what I'm going to read next. For my reading list for March, I, I purposely have one Dark Tower book, and I'm going to continue that series. And that's the only series I'm going to continue right now. The rest of the books are all just individual stories for that reason. Because I'm get it's it's so much. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. And yeah. I'm 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 definitely a mood reader. Um, yeah. So. I could pick out the books that I want to read for the month and my mood could completely change 
by the time I get to having the time to sit down with a new book. Totally. But yeah, so my last two books that I read last month were Things We Hide from the Light, which I kind of already briefly talked about by Lucy Score, and I read Secretly Yours by Tessa Bailey. Loved both of them. <laughs> nice. Uh, the only other one I have, I'm not done yet, but it's The Wastelands, which is book three in the Dark Tower series, and it is so, so good. I can't even... You know, I love the drawing of the three, and this one is somehow better, and it's... ah. I can't really say too much about it without giving it away, um, and we're not going to... This is going to be a spoiler-free podcast as best as we can anyways, um, so I won't say anything, but it's... Oh, it's so good. You're getting Stephen the King grunt. Is so good at writing. <laughs> He's so good. I just am in love with that man. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's why that was last month's... Uh, those were last month's reads for the both of us. Are you done, or did you have more? No, I'm done. You're done. Nice. Um... So next we're going to talk about the book we're currently reading, uh, and then we probably get into the books we want to read for March, since I mentioned the the list for March. Well, uh, yeah. Well, what if you're reading more than one book at once? Um, just pick your favorite. Okay. Or just do them all. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> do you only read one book at one? No, I actually usually do read two or three at a time, but... The dark. I'm just. Uh, I'm enjoying the Dark Tower so much that I haven't really been doing that. Yeah, totally get it. I've mentioned the Dark Tower like 14 times already, but it is. I don't know. Yeah, you're. Uh, <laughs> you're. What's the word? Influencing any listener. Influencing. If you haven't heard the Dark Tower, you want to read it. <laughs> get through the Gunslinger. It's a little slow, and then you're going to be absolutely hooked. Wait until Eddie gets there. Just wait for Eddie. We love Eddie. You don't know who Eddie is yet. <laughs> Um, so I am currently reading Twisted by Emily McIntyre. It is the fourth book in her Never After series. It is a dark fantasy retelling. Um, and this one is inspired by Aladdin. So, yeah, it's, uh, if you don't know her, this series specifically, it is fantastic. Like I said, this is the fourth book. The first book is called Hooked and it is is Peter Pan. Um, second book is Scarred, which is Scar from Lion King. And the third book is Wretched, which is... I'm digging deep here into my... So you got Twisted, Wretched, Haggard. Scarred, scarred <laughs> Hooked. Um, let me... Are these all uh, similar genre? Yeah, it's the same series. It's, oh. Um, Wait, what do you mean same series? You're reading... No, I'm saying that what the other three books in the series oh, are. Oh, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. I was going to say The Wizard of Oz. Um, so yeah, book one is Hooked, which is Peter Pan. Book two is Scarred, which is Lion King. Scar. And book three is Wretched, which is from The Wizard of Oz. So the whole point of her books is there's... It's the villain is getting their moment to shine um and you like can't help but love the villain they're always so good uh so yeah i'm about 70 yeah 70 pages in on book four highly approve that's amazing i think what we should do right now um people already know the book i'm currently reading because i already mentioned it it's the wastelands um, I'm not going to talk too much more about it other than to say that it is one of my favorite books I've ever read and it is 
it is it's a long book um i think the copy i have is about 600 pages but it is it doesn't feel long it's very uh very addicting i think what we should do now is uh do like a little sniff test of the books we're currently reading and we'll see uh we'll see what's we'll see what flavors we're getting you go first no you go first i keep going first i'm getting like arugula (laughs) and a little bit of sand arugula and sand does he talk about arugula in the book i can't say oh maybe I never thought that I would hear the day that arugula comes into play. <laughs> um, I should have just said leaves. It smells like leaves and sand. Yeah. All right. I'm going to smell mine. Uh, I'm smelling diamonds and, ju- diamonds and jewels and wealth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm smelling leaves and sand and you're smelling diamonds and wealth. I mean the main character, her family, they're called the Sultans and oh, cool. they're a multi billion dollar diamond company. So Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So that's a very uh true to the true to the book yes. sort of scent. Okay, cool. Oh, yes. Um okay, so let's quickly go over the books we want to read for March. Um is that your list there? So we both we both have four. Currently. That's amazing. Okay. Um, you go first. Okay. Uh, so for a book club this month, we are... Do you want to quickly mention your book club to people? Because you do have a pretty successful book club. Yeah, sure. That is um, a thing. Yeah. So my book club that I started in 2019 is called the Knitterary Society. We are mostly a group of fiber enthusiasts that like to read books Um, we do not stick to one specific genre. Uh, we actually take a vote every month and choose our books. And this month we are reading The Bookshop on the Corner by Jenny Colgan. Um, this was a book that was recommended to the book club group. Um, I don't actually know very much about it, but I am excited. It is a historical fiction. I believe there's some romance. Uh, so yes, very excited about that. Dope. I'm going to make mine first one very boring. Wizard in Class, book four, Dark Tower. Dark Tower again. Dark Tower. <laughs> Dark Tower next. for life. <laughs> um, then I would like to read The Claiming of Sleeping Beauty by Anne Rice. I've heard that this series is ridiculously erotic. Uh, there's straight up just a naked boob on the cover. Yeah, there's there's boobs. There's two, plural. Um, well, one though. You can see the nipple. Yes, uh, she freed the nipple on one boob. Amazing. I want to read that too. <laughs> um, but yes, I found this copy secondhand. I'm very excited to finally read it. Um, I keep hearing Anne Rice isn't like just so I'm, good. I am ready for my Anne Rice era. I have a few of her books. I'm yeah. ready. I'm ready. For some reason, I had always kind of slotted Anne Rice into like like history books I don't know, like really boring no. sort of like I don't know why but I, I didn't realize she was this kind of like edgy writer yeah she, yeah. And she wrote interview with the vampire that I also didn't realize and yeah I'm learning I'm learning every day That's, where have you been I know I know um the second one for me is dark matter by Blake Crouch I have no idea what this is about but I know people who have read the book say that if it's you know 
not one of their favorites it's their favorite book they've ever read it's got the praise for this book that i've seen like the feedback from it is like no other that i've ever posted about or talked about so i'm really really excited to read it i'm sorry what is it about i don't know oh i don't so, oh, know you're gonna go in blind well that's the other thing people say if you if it hasn't been spoiled and you don't know what it's about just don't look it up just go into it blind and that's, that's what i'm gonna so do hard nah that's what she said but i'm gonna i'm gonna do that and we're gonna see see what happens it's not like a particularly long read i think it's about 300 pages big margins i don't know big margins or small uh well i mean there's not a lot Medium? of there's not a lot of words on the page that's what i mean um I always get confused on if it's big or small. For I wouldn't if, say that those mar- margins are big, but there's just not a lot of words on the pages. Like the paragraphs yeah, yeah. are pretty, like they're not. Oh, what I'm trying to say is there's not a lot of words per page. Yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah. it's not very word, like it doesn't look very wordy. And it doesn't matter. This is going to make it make me sound like I'm just scared of big books and I'm not. I read <laughs> The Way of Kings. I'm not scared. I'm just saying. So yeah, I'm excited for Dark Matter for sure. Uh, the next book that I would really like to get to this month is. Keeping on the, uh, the boob chain. Yes, keeping on the boob train here. Uh, Love Pamela by Pamela Anderson, and she is more than her boobs. Hell yeah, she is. We, She's actually so cool. She I is very. I we watched the Pamela documentary on Netflix, and I think I've become like Pamela Anderson's biggest fan. Uh, Same, weirdly. I I love. I never. I love her. Yeah. Um, I love what her sons are trying to do for her, and they're like. She just seems so herself. She seems so herself. Way. She's so like. I also just love that she knows who she is and yeah. she's not going to change that. She's just unapologetically herself. Very unapologetic. And it's like, I think she's, she mentioned something about being married like six times or five times. I can't remember how many, but she, you know, she just doesn't care that people, if people think that's like weird. She's tr- she, she worded it in a way that yeah, she's what like. What did she say? I'm not afraid to open myself up to love. I'm going to, I'd rather try than not try. And I think that was, yeah, that's cute. That's not an easy thing to like openly admit because, you know, people are so quick to judge, especially when you're Mm -hmm. a celebrity and you're under the magnifying glass of everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to read that one too. We both, uh, we should, should we brag that we both found signed copies? Yes. We bought. autographed copies um total by chance too we were just at indigo and i feel like they had just put they had a couple extras from when she was in toronto and just put a couple out and we just yeah. happened to be there at first we fought over who was gonna buy the book and then i i grabbed my own copy because i was like well first we thought there was just one and then did. you found another one at the back i got very upset i was like how dare you <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna let you have it i was just trying to it's like one of those moments it. when you see two people notice the same thing at the same time and they both Audibly grab, gasp. they both reach for it. And it's yeah. like, you know, one person makes it like a millisecond before the other. I'm becoming embarrassing at bookstores. Like I've been looking for um, The Lies of Locke Lamora for months now. I don't, I just didn't want to buy it from Amazon. I wanted to buy it from a bookstore, even if it isn't to go like a big yeah. massive thing. Um and the other day, it was just yesterday, they finally had it, and I audibly, like, cheered. Yeah, I was like, you... Yes! <laughs> I was like, and I was like, what you am I had... doing? This is not... This is not... It was your Braveheart moment, like, yeah. fist to the sky, except you were holding the book, like... It was uncontrollable. Yeah, you were... You were just the happiest I've ever seen you. Yeah, this is an addiction, and uh, it's... 
you know, it is what it is. Anyways, the next one, the final, oh no, no, not the final one, but the next one for me is Shuggy Bane by Douglas Stewart. Um, it's a mother-son tale, from what I'm told. Um, very, very depressing, um, but also very humorous. So it just sounds like, I, I love Irish, Scottish, British humor, and um, I think I'm really going to like that one. Dope. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, we gotta figure out how to like <laughs> properly end our thing like over to you Lynn. um the next book that i pulled for this month is before i let go by kennedy ryan i've heard this is good and the only reason that i bought this book is because tessa bailey told me to so. oh yeah yeah someone mentioned it right in the crowd or did she uh, no it? she mentioned oh, it. oh yeah, yeah 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 she mentioned it i don't know anything about it but on the cover there's a quote from Colleen Hoover saying, raw, real, magnificent. So. Oh, no. Just black that out. Yeah. I don't like Colleen Hoover. <laughs> she is interesting. I, You know what? I'm going to read one of her books this year, and I'm going to read, like, Verity or one no. of the more, like, just one of the more, um, you know, the ones that people say is good. Because it's so hit or miss. Some people are like, no, you just are not getting it. It's not supposed to be that. And then other people are like, she's the worst. And she herself seems very self-aware um, that these are the reviews about her books. Like, she's very self-deprecating, and I find that really funny. Oh, and sure. so I think I'm going to read one anyways and just see what, what's going on with her. Because it's, it's hard to stay away from her. You go into a bookstore. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. She's, she's got a table dedicated to her yeah, at Canadian everywhere. bookstores anyways. It's not that I, I, I have – I don't have beef with Colleen Hoover I just (laughs) you don't have personal beef with her I do not have personal beef with her um I just I read one of her books and I feel like you need to connect on some sort of level with the book and I just could not yeah that's totally fair it it was it was icky (laughs) there's a lot of icks (laughs) um yeah there was a lot of icks should we have a segment that's like ick of the week Yes. Okay, we'll do ick of the week. Um, yeah, my next one is actually, it's not a children's book. Um, it's a not a YA book. I'm told it is an MA? What is MA? Mature. Mature? I don't oh. know. I'm guessing. Okay, I'm actually, not, I'm not even going to say anything because I don't know. I, it's about like a murderer. So <laughs> someone was like, oh, is that like a, that's kind of like a kid's book, right? I was maybe going to read it with our seven-year-old son, but I've got to look into it first. Um, I haven't even said what it is. It's Neil Gaiman's The Graveyard Book. I've never read a Neil Gaiman book, and I just really love him as a person. And, you know, just from watching interviews with him, and I watched his masterclass on um, a masterclass, and he was awesome. Just really nice comforting guy to listen to uh, and so i'm excited to finally read one of his books and i picked up the graveyard book just because i like the title and um yeah so that's gonna be that'll be my other my last one for for march and then we'll see where we're at love it did you read all yours yes okay all right i think uh i think that pretty much wraps up episode one then unless you have a ick that you can think of off the top of your head for our first segment of ick of the week now, when we when we talk about our icks, are we talking about real life icks or book related icks? I think we should do either, because there's how many book related icks are there really going to be? Well, there's quite a few. Okay, uh, you go first. You go first. Does, I can go first if you want me to. Uh, I have one. Okay, you go. You go. Does anybody else find it to be an ick 
when a book comes with a sticker that is like printed into the cover like it's not like a removable sticker i don't want that nobody likes that nobody likes that that's like that's a universal ick and i don't know why they still do that why like why did they start doing it i mean this i could go i could go on and on and on about these types of things with books yeah but i'll limit it to just this this permanent sticker business it's especially um i noticed that with a few of the dark tower books i had to mention the dark tower again but uh (laughs) because they had that movie come out um is yeah this one says it here doesn't it does it yeah, so at the bottom of this copy of Wizard and Glass, it says a major mo- motion picture starring Il- Idris Elba and uh, Matthew McConaughey. Um, Idris Elba, he's such a man. He's such an actor. He's a babe. He's so good. And McConaughey is great, too. But I just kind of hate that, you know, because I don't care. The movie is apparently terrible. It's apparently one of the worst movies ever made. And now it's kind of imprinted on this copy of my book, <laughs> which is a bummer. Um, it's not quite as bad as having the sticker, but yeah. Yeah, that's still, you don't want that. Yeah. And especially it's weird, too, because Netflix have weirdly become kind of like a hated company. They've been making some questionable moves lately. And I think people are starting to kind of turn on Netflix. Yes. And so, you know, to buy a book that you're really excited about reading and have a specifically a Netflix sticker on it, it's kind of just like, oh, my God. It's the worst. Yeah, don't do that. I also, yeah, I mean, I could go on and on. Like when they put movie covers on books. I also don't like that. I don't like that. Unless it's a sick movie cover. Which is not very often. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that either. Um, okay. My ick is going to be TikTok related. I've recently um, become a TikTok fiend and have a TikTok channel. Uh, <laughs> books are sick. Books are sick. If you want to check it out, it's really good. And something that I see a lot on TikTok that is an ick for me, it's a very, it's a very minor ick, but it's when people um, are reviewing a book and they just hold the spine, like the paper part of the spine towards mm-hmm. the camera. So it's all you can see. You can't see what the book is. And they do their full review without you knowing what the book is. And then at the very end, they turn it to show you what it was. They just flash it. Yeah, it drives me nuts because I want to know what book they're talking about while they're reviewing it. Because the review is not sticking with me if I don't know what the book is. And then I got to like rewatch it if I really care about it. And it's also just kind of like, ah, you're just doing this so that people have to watch to the end and... I don't know. It's just something that bugs me. No, I totally get it. I think it's the same when people post quotes or like little plot lines from books. And they're like, you should read this book. And then they don't actually share what the book looks like. Like, I want to see what the actual physical book looks like so that I know what to look for when I go to the store. You know, I'm a visual person. That's a good ick. It's a good ick. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up episode one. That was fun. Um, how about we do like a deep sniff to, to go out? All right. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>